Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock, the first ever episode of Off the Clock, where we take a look at the journey of a digital marketer. And with us this week from Co-Marketing Associates is the one and only Casey Gillette. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news. We record live every Friday from the Cypress North Studios located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Join us each week for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing for you. Thanks for coming on, Casey. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. The first one. Ooh. Absolutely. Couldn't have a better guest. <laughs> Could have a better host, but not a better guest. <laughs> well, and <laughs> first off, if you were on an elevator, and let's say it's, it's not a skyscraper, maybe going up to the 12th floor, and we had to get an elevator pitch of what you do at co-marketing. Let's hear that pitch. Oh, boy, this is so much pressure. Um, you know, I think we have a tagline. Uh, but really, I mean, we provide digital marketing services to B2B companies. Um, that's really the, the main thing, right? It's, it's B2B technology manufacturers. Um, that's really our specialty. Content, paid search, social, uh, whatever you can think of, uh, we might do it. <laughs> so, that's it. Did I make it? That's like, I didn't even need 12 floors. No, you right off the door just opened. So you yeah. came right under. Perfect. <clears throat> Okay, and when she says that co-marketing is B2B, it really is. What it, is it true that your company phone number has B2B SEO in it? Is that, is that a real fact? So I saw that in your notes, and I kind of forgot that we did that. But yeah, we legitimately have B2B SEO in our phone number. I love it. I love it. Uh, and I think it's the first time I've ever seen B2B SEO or SEO in general in a phone number. Yeah, so very, we're very fancy. Kudos. <laughs> kudos to you and the team for that. And so what, what do you currently do today at co-marketing? Obviously, we heard the pitch about the company and what is your job and, and what are some of the things that that entails? Yeah, for sure. So I'm actually one of the senior directors here. So um, I lead accounts. I lead the team. Uh, it's a little bit of everything, which, I, you know, I like. Um, so I have accounts where, you know, I, I'm pretty ingrained in the day-to-day -day of, you know, what are we giving them? What are the results? What is the strategy? But at the same time, I do a lot on the employee side. So we do trainings and development, and that's the thing that I really love. Um, so it's kind of a nice balance of, of clients client management and, you know, team development. Awesome. And so today we're going to talk about kind of how you got to this position. But before we do, what is one job that many people don't know that you've had in your lifetime? <laughs> okay. So I was trying to decide if I had told you this or not, which I probably have, <laughs> but I actually worked for an online dating site in... 2004. Okay. Now, way back. What's notable is like <laughs> the online dating like wasn't a thing in 2004, right? So like no one talked about it. But the best part to me of what this online dating site was is I had to go to clubs and like hand out flyers. So we had <laughs> printed flyers for this online dating site and it was in Raleigh. So like Raleigh doesn't exactly have like the hottest, <laughs> at least in 2004, it didn't. So uh, that was actually one of my like first jobs out of school. So really cool stuff. 
That is incredible. So are you saying that you started the online dating movement? Is that a fact? Is it reported here first? I think that's probably it. Yeah, you can thank <laughs> me for that. Yeah. That's awesome. And all right. So that is one job that nobody had knew about. But how did you first get into away from handing out those dating flyers and more so into your first start in digital marketing? How did yeah. that come about? So what's actually kind of crazy is the company, the first digital market, the first SEO agency that I worked for owned the digital, the online dating site. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see. It's starting to, so starting like, to make sense it's all now. all coming together. So I worked for them for like three months and I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> I stopped. And then the guy who actually had, you know, helped me get this job, he reaches out and said, hey, you know, we have this job doing SEO on the SEO side of the actual digital agency. Would you be interested that in that? And I was like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what SEO is, but like, <laughs> you know, it's a year out of school. My parents are wondering when I'm finally going to get a job. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, count me in. And that was it. And like, honestly, it was. I'm so thankful for it because it was just, you know, in 2005, it was a 150 person SEO agency, which is kind of amazing when you think about wow. that. Um, and, you know, you had people there like Jenny Hallis and J.P. Sherman and these people who just are still around and doing these amazing things. Um, so it was a really cool place to learn from. And it all goes back to that online dating site. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And so how did you fit 150 folks back in 2005? That seems... It seems like a tough challenge. How how did that did that all work out? Well, I would say that the agency isn't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Poor, um, poorly. <laughs> yeah, did it work out well? Um, you know, it's kind of funny to think back on like the way that we learned because there were so many people and because we basically just took like anyone who like didn't even have a website. <laughs> it was a fast environment to learn in. Um, but it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was managed great. So that was unfortunate. But, you know, the learning experience itself was great. Yeah, that's how you learn how to manage properly like you're doing <laughs> doing now. You got to, you got to, what is the, the saying? The sweet's not as sweet without the sour. And it sounds like a whole lot of sour. Sure. <laughs> awesome. And so that what was then your first full-time yeah. digital job as you, yeah, you transitioned to that full-time full job. Yeah. Okay. And so that, that was, I know that one of the things that I think you've got a unique perspective on is that you did have, you know, kind of one foot in this agency side of things. And then you've also had that experience that is on the in-house side. And so, um, can you talk about that a little bit about yeah. you know, some of the, some of the differences between in-house versus agency work? Yeah. I mean, I was really fortunate. Um, when I went in-house, um, I was, you know, brought in to develop an SEO side of things, right, to develop the SEO department. Um, and that actually entailed bringing in PPC, that entailed social. So I almost ended up developing this whole digital marketing department, which was really fantastic. I mean, I was also exposed to like TV advertising, radio advertising. And that's just something that, you know, working at a traditional agency, like I'm not going to get exposure to all of that. Um, and it was cool, right? I mean, it's cool to be a part of something that, you know, I think one of the biggest issues anyone on the agency side has is you don't have control over everything. Right. Like yes. you send something in and it might take six months for that to get changed. Well, the nice thing about being in house is you have a lot more, you know, um, perception into what's happening. Um, and oftentimes, like I was really lucky because when I needed to change something, 
I just changed it. <laughs> like you yes. can see things happen so much quicker. Um, and that was really rewarding. But I think the biggest thing was just, you know, being so close. Like I talk a lot about like, Oh, well, you know, you hear things like breaking down silos and blah, blah, blah. Well, when you're on the agency side, it's really hard to do that. Right. You have to ask a lot to get these other teams involved, but that was cool. Like you're in house and it's like, okay, well, if I need to go talk to somebody, like I can just go talk to them. So, yeah. I mean, I liked that. Like, it has, it had a lot of rewards. Um, ultimately, like, I don't know, after working on one property for three years, like, I don't know, what else can you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm not reinventing I, the wheel over here. <laughs> so what would you say, I guess, is, is the best thing and the worst thing about working in an agency or challenges, you know, yeah. it doesn't have best and worst. And then what do you you like the most about working in-house and what was the biggest challenge? Yeah. I mean, the thing I liked the best about working in-house was that exposure to all the different facets of digital. And I'm, you know, I'm super thankful for that. Um, but I will say like working on the agency side, like one of the advantages to me is that you're always doing different things with different clients. Um, so if you're someone who likes to be challenged and you like to do new things, like you're going to get that. Um, yeah. Alternatively, <laughs> 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 there's a lot happening at all times, right? You know, we all know. Um, there's a lot of asks coming in and you have really have to figure out like, how do I prioritize this? Because you don't ever want one client to feel like, you know, you're not giving them what they need. So I don't know. It's a balancing act. Right? <laughs> like, that's what I feel like half the time. Um, but it's fun. I don't know. I was talking with someone the other day about how like, this is the career path you choose if you like always are looking for a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you're going to say something different. Like if you're yeah. a sadist or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Trying to keep it nice, Greg. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and so I think one of the unique things that, that I hear and, and is said about your agency specifically is, is kind of what we alluded to before. And it's even included in your phone number, obviously is B2B and how did you guys cut that niche out? Yeah. And what do you think in general? Um, again, because it sounded like some of the previous experience wasn't all B2B. And, yeah. and so can you describe any differences between the two? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I would love to take credit for it, but, um, you know, the Derek Edmund who runs co-marketing and there was actually, um, Andy, who was another guy that had, had run it as well. Um, we were doing, when I actually started back at co-marketing in 2006, um, we were actually working with some e-com clients. So we had some B2C programs, um, but it just felt like we were really good at the B2B side. Um, it has its challenges, but I don't know, to me, I enjoy it a little bit more. Um, it's less just like, here's a product in your face, like buy all these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they just, they decided, you know, this is, this is really where we thrive. This is where we're really good. Um, and it, at the same time, like there weren't a ton of companies out there who were just focusing on B2B for digital marketing. Um, so it's something that worked for us and something where like, you know, we're just going to keep doing this. Um, but I like it. Right. I mean, with any industry, like you learn, you learn things about that space. Um, whereas right. If you're just focusing on B2B, like people are different, products are different, but at the end of the day, like the strategies aren't all that different. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, I'm blowing our cover here. Like, oh, no. we're all brand new. We're doing these amazing <laughs> things. That's it. You just gave out the secret sauce. <laughs> Interview's over. I did. It's, you just go do it. 
<laughs> All right. Um, so obviously you, you mentioned it before, but back in 2005, you had got that job where you transitioned from handing those flyers out at clubs around <laughs> Richmond to your first full-time job. And that, that's 14 years in the business. Yeah. And, you know, what, it, what, what have you seen as kind of like a, the biggest change from then till, till today? Dude, it's it's so much harder now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know, you know, you and I met through these forums back in the day, which was just doing silly things to like make your site rank better. <laughs> um, and it's, but it's harder now, you know, now it's like you actually have to do real marketing um, versus just like throwing a bunch of stuff on your site. Um, like, <laughs> the other piece I think is that's really different though, honestly, is, you know, if I think back to when I started an SEO Google did an update, what, like every year, maybe, right? There was a big update once a year or every two years and everyone freaked out and you had to change your strategies. But now there's what, one a day, one every hour, whatever it might be. Yeah. I love it because you look over at Search Engine Roundtable and it's, and Barry's like, oh, it was the December 14th update that was different than December 13th update. And it was added on to the 19th update. And you're like, okay, all right. Yeah, this is just. Forever. All right. <laughs> All the time. Like, he's just, like, always there. Like, that guy just, I mean, we owe him so much. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he's the best. But I just love it. It's it's every weekend. It's oh, What was the weekend update this weekend? Yeah. So. Like, I've kind of, like, stopped looking. Like, used to, it used to be, like, I'd see, like, oh, there's an update. And I'm like, oh, better go check SEM rush. Better go check my analytics. And I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you had a time machine that could go back 10 years, what career advice would you give yourself if you were talking, you know, in what's 10 years back, 2008, what would you give your 2008 self career advice wise? I mean, nothing. I did it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You know, honestly, I think it would, honestly, I think what it would be like, it's just so I could be rich now, um, is to like (laughs) make videos to like get on YouTube (laughs) because like, I think about those people who, you know, they make these videos now and they're actual millionaires because they like got in early. Um, I don't know. You know, I know that I should give like something really like smart and, you know, thoughtful to this, but I'm really happy with where I am. Um, I'm really happy with all the things I've got to do, all the people I've got to meet. Um, but yeah, I would probably do more video. That seems okay. Well, here's, here's a good hint. We're doing this on video. So we're just, we're 10 years late, but maybe it'll all pan out in the end. Maybe we'll, we'll look back at this fondly in, uh, to to 2028, let's say. All right. And this year specifically, I know that you've been doing a lot of, of speaking engagements and you're at Search Love, MozCon, PubCon, anything with a con, I think you're at this year. (laughs) Um, Did you have any takeaways or anything that were highlights that, that, you know, that you could share? Yeah. I mean, MozCon was just the coolest thing. I mean, I'd never been to it. Um, and honestly, I didn't even know it's been going on as long as it has. Um, but it was really interesting because one, it was like the biggest crowd I've ever been in front of. Um, but also just the conversations there were really fantastic. I mean, not just the speakers, but like, you know, you're hanging out and the stuff that people are talking about of what they're doing. And, um, I don't know. I just, I think it was just really eye opening for me of like, 
here are all these other things. Like here's this many people doing digital marketing and that's just pretty crazy. Um, I always love search love cause like I'm such a big fan of distilled. Um, I think they do some really cool things. Like they've been doing like their ODN platform for a while now where they're giving you the ability to test SEO performance, right? And that's not something that we really think about because we think about, oh, like PPC can do that, right? We can use Google Optimize for that or Optimizely, whatever it might be. But, you know, they're always just putting out these really cool things and experimenting and they're just nice people. So I love being at that show. Um, I don't know. I don't, they're all good. <laughs> they're all, <laughs> nice. Like, it's a weird thing, right? Because like, I love the conferences. Like, you know, that's how you and I became friends. And, but like, there's so much happening that sometimes when you're in it, you don't realize like, oh, I'm learning a lot of things because there's just so much. But you leave and you're like, oh, I just came away with like three really great things. Yeah, totally. And even to that point where, you know, you, you get energized in a way too. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, there are all these people around. So that is awesome. And I know that you've got a few things next. I got an email with your, is your, <laughs> uh, I think the uh, uh, spotlight speaker. Where, where are you speaking next? This that year? is in PubCon, Florida. Okay. Um, yeah, I also was surprised at that email, but that was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing like seeing your face in a giant email. Um, <laughs> no, that'll be cool. So um, I'm actually talking about some content marketing stuff and um, something that I've been just super excited over really the last year is like this idea of you know, how like customer expectations are changing and like how that's really impacting us as marketers and, and content marketers specifically. Um, you know, we we're talking earlier about the changes and like, you can't just put crap out there. Like it doesn't mm. just work like that anymore. And I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that people just, no matter how many times you tell them, you just have to tell them one more time. It's like, they never just get it. So bless you for, for going out yeah. there and, and telling them that last and hopefully final time not <laughs> to over, make crap. And over, and over. <laughs> awesome. And that brings us to this week's lightning round. This is wow. where in the normal shows, Jess will go pew, pew. Yeah. So that's, that's me inputting it here today. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Casey, what is the most underutilized thing in digital marketing today? Content repurposing by far. No one goes back, like take a look at your old content. We do this all the time. Like I like call it like the lazy strategy, but like how many people really, everyone's always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. But like, what about all the stuff you've already built? Right? Like it's just so, I don't know. I just think it's so undervalued. Okay. And, and so when you say repurposing, if you can expand on that a little bit, um, again, oh, sorry, it's going I it was back lightning round. Oh yeah, it is. Forget it. It's content repurposing. If you want, if you want more, go bing it. All right. Okay. So um, we actually, so like we've actually done this for like the last like two months, especially because we're getting toward the end of the year here. Um, but taking a look at like all of a client, look, take a look at all of your blog posts and see what didn't drive traffic, right? What's the median and everything under that? Like, can you make it better? Right? Can you combine some of those pieces and make them more comprehensive? Can you take something and turn it into a video or turn it into a podcast or turn it into a slideshow, whatever that might be, um, turn it into a guide? Um, we have a client who, like, we've been writing for them for three years. We've written a lot of shit. So, like, we took all of that and built this, like, really comprehensive guide that they had, that we were able to send to like their customers and potential customers, like stuff like that. It's just, it's really valuable. And you already have the, you already have the content there, like just figure out how to use it. 
Yes. And thank you for expanding on that. So we all didn't have to go hop over to Bing. That's phenomenal. And even to your point, like, Everybody thinks it's so one one dimensional. Yeah, if you can repurpose it and turn it into print or something like that, yeah. that's a, a phenomenal tip. Yeah. Okay. Is there a book, a blog post, a site that has had the biggest impact on your career? That's a good question. Um, I think it's probably Search Engine Land. Um, you know, at least when I was getting started, um, you know, Search Engine Land was just one of the bigger ones out there. Um, there was like spin, which gave you all the, the cool things. <laughs> but um, I mean, the other piece of it too is, is that's how I met a lot of the people that I know now. Um, you know, the folks who worked for Third Door have, you know, present company included, have become good friends of mine and really have helped mentor me and get me to where I am. Um, you know, there's also other people that I, I really like to follow, um, like AJ Cohn, just when he puts something out on his blog, like I'm reading that, right? Because you know it's going to be really good. Yeah, uh, you need to find a half hour and sit yeah, down with some legit. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will, right? I will because I know it's going to be good. Awesome. And speaking of that, I know that recently you put an article out there on uh, Search Engine Journal, I believe, about burnout and just uh, uh, SEO burnout in general. It's a great article. We'll link to it in the show notes below. Um, but where do you find your, your digital marketing and just marketing inspiration in general? Yeah. Um, I mean, part of that article is like, you know, you mentioned earlier, I've been doing this for 14 years. Like you do anything for a substantial amount of time and there's going to be days where you're just tired, right? Like there's going to be times where, you know, it just wears on you. And, and the more people I've talked to, I found really how common that is in this space, um, especially for folks who have been doing it for a while. Um, but to your point, like, you know, those things like conferences where you're going and you're talking and you're feeling re-energized, that has made such a difference to me. Um, but also just finding other hobbies. <laughs> like, I that, like, I know that that's like, really easy to say, but like, I don't talk about marketing outside of work. I just don't, right? Like, you have to have that balance of this is, I love my job and I love digital marketing, but here are these other things that I like that, that aren't that. Um, yeah. You know, amen to that. I, I, I feel you on that. I always get some weird fantasy that I want to be like a blacksmith or somebody that makes like real things, you know, like things I with your hands you that, that yeah. you can touch. All right. Um, in your opinion, next question, what is the most important factor for running a successful digital marketing agency? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I think it comes down to the people, um, you know, over when I started here, the first time there were like four of us and then I came back and there were 10 of us and now we're at about 28 or so. Um, and it's just, you look around and you realize like, these are the people who are making this company successful, right? These are the reason our clients love us. Um, and it's finding the people who fit within your organization, which is really hard. Um, you see people all the time talking about this, right? Like Will Reynolds, who's just like one of my absolute favorite people um, to learn from specifically. He's very transparent about SEER and about what they do and about hiring. Um, and that's something he's always really driving home is this idea of like, you have to find the right people. And, and for me, like over the past few years, that's what I've really realized is that you need to have the right folks. Absolutely. And that brings us to our final question in this sort of so lightning fast. round. <laughs> what was your biggest mistake that you've had throughout your digital marketing career? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. 
<laughs> where do I start? Um, no, I think honestly, um, you know, going back to that idea of burnout, um, you know, a couple years ago, I was feeling pretty burnt out. And I don't think that I spoke up enough about that. Um, you know, there were a few clients that were really driving that for me. And instead of just standing up and saying, like, I need a break, and I need to be moved away from this. Uh, I didn't. And that that really took a toll. And, and I think it's easy for people to be in a job and to think like, well, this is my job. Um, but I think people will listen to you if you actually speak up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And to your point, um, you know, it's about the people and you want happy people. Right. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I wish I had something really simple. Like, you know, I sent an email to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, here's my life crisis. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. And that concludes this week's lightning round. And that, in- that concludes the first ever off the clock marketing wow. a clock episode. And so Casey, how could people find out more about you if they're looking for more information and how could they go about doing that? Yeah, um, they can Bing it. So if you put Casey Gillette into Bing, uh, <laughs> find me on Twitter. I'm holding strong on Twitter at Casey G. Uh, you can also check out comarketing.com. Um, and thank you for having me. It's always fun to talk to you. Um, you. And I'm excited to see who else you have on here. You are very welcome. And if you do feel like hiring co-marketing associates, that number is just one eight seven seven three b 2 b seo And Casey, thank you so much for coming on. It was a delight and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Greg. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If today's show was of value to you, please subscribe, leave a review, or share with a colleague. If you are looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com for links to all the articles that we covered. 